What you do with the next two weeks could make or break the whole next year of your life. Hey, friends, this is Gabe Kolstad with the Midweek Motivation episode of Westside Community Church's podcast. Coming to you from Cincinnati, Ohio, I'm here for my nephew's wedding, and I wanted to bring you some thoughts about how to get unstuck in your spiritual life, build some spiritual momentum. And I want to just say it's December 15th, 2021, and we're getting ready to wrap up the year. The next two weeks could make or break the next year of your life. And I want to really set the scene for what it would look like to build your spiritual practices and get those set up in the next two weeks so that your whole next year can be about building spiritual momentum. You might've heard the story about Ronald Amundsen and Robert Scott from 1911. There was a race to the South Pole and these two represented different countries. Robert Scott represented Britain, Ronald Amundsen represented Norway. They were trying to beat one another to the North Pole. And as it turns out, the difference maker was discipline and planning. And I know as boring as that sounds, it really makes a difference when you're talking about climbing a mountain, which if you think about your own spiritual journey, it is kind of a mountain. And we find the winner was actually Norway with Raul Amundsen simply because he had the discipline and the planning and the foresight to get there, um, not based on luck or talent, but based on hard work and careful planning. Uh, and so I just want to kind of walk you through what it would look like for you to climb the mountain of your spiritual growth in this next year. I mean, think about think about showing up to December 31st, 2022 um, and finding out that you were behind and that you uh, left out some important things and that your character had actually gone backwards and that people didn't respect you more. They respected you less, that you'd made some really big fumbles in the year and that you kind of show up at the end embarrassed behind on your dreams and um, really regret regretful you know no one wants to show up at the end of 2022 that way instead you could be the person who who races to the top of where god has you to go who who enjoys the journey who actually grows in character in influence in um, your own personal satisfaction where you're going in life it, becoming more and more like Jesus himself, uh, which is the goal of followers of Jesus, you know, to be somebody who grows in compassion, grows in wisdom, grows in influence and in joy, and all of those great things that we all want. You know, you could, you could get there. And so I wanna give you just a quick, simple path to get there. First of all, you need motivation. And uh, we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 20, 24 through 27, Paul, he says, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize. But he says, but we do it for an eternal prize. And then he says, so I run with purpose in every step. He's like, I have such a big motivation to get an eternal prize that I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. He, he goes like this. I discipline my body like an athlete training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. He's like, man, my goal is so important. I'm so motivated by the fact that this life isn't it. As Pastor Ken talked about last weekend in our weekend services, if you missed it, go back and listen to the podcast where we, we talk about this topic of really growing and getting to where you want to go. And, uh, you know, the, the idea is there's such a, a worthy goal to become what God wants us to be. And it doesn't just bring us rewards here on earth. It brings us rewards that last forever. And Paul said, that motivates me. 
so much that I'll inconvenience myself now. I'll discipline myself now. I'll put off what maybe my body wants so that I can have what my spirit wants. And he is, he's telling us that it's worth the, the goal. And so he goes, I discipline my body. You gotta have that right motivation because it's gonna be hard work to really grow to the place you wanna get to in 2022. But if you'll set it up in the next two weeks, you can, you can get there. The second thing that you need is a map. You gotta have motivation, you gotta have a map, you gotta have a plan. And that's why Ronald Amundsen got to the South Pole before Robert Scott. And because he had a plan, he had a map, he had a goal that was worth the discipline. And so let me just give you two simple things, okay? If you're talking about building spiritual practices, you need to have a plan and a map. And I'm gonna give you two really very simple things. The first one's called SOAP, and this is what I use every single day in my spiritual practice of me getting up in the morning and just, you know, just going straight to this routine. Now, I'm not a routine person, and so I've had to discipline myself to be a routine person. I could wake up every day in a different country and be a happy camper just because I like variety. So routine for me has been not something that I was born with necessarily, something I have learned because it's necessary for me to keep growing. And so every day I wake up, I do pretty much the same thing in the morning, and that is I get up, I first make some coffee, that's an essential practice for me, <laughs> uh, and then I journal, I start journaling, I just kind of write a little letter to God, this is just me personally. Um, but then once I get to the part where I'm really wanting to hear from God, I, I practice this thing called SOAP, S-O-A-P, and it spells that out and what it means is scripture, first of all, what am I going to read? So I have a plan. Every day I read one proverb of the Bible from the Old Testament and that would correlate with the day of the, of the month. And so today is the 15th of December. I read Proverbs 15 this morning and uh, I read another chapter of the Bible as well uh, that I'm just going through, you know, in a different book of the Bible. And so I just have a certain, you know, passages that I'm picked out and there's a plan for me. If you're not sure where to go, go to the Bible app and look for reading plans, but have a plan. It's important that you do that. S stands for scripture. O stands for observation. So as I'm reading this morning, I'm reading in Acts chapter 12 about Peter, the apostle who had been uh, put in prison and then was released by an angel who came and got him out. And I, I noticed something. I was, my observation was that Peter was surprised about it. He thought that, his, that his, his release was actually a vision or a dream. And so I was noticing that Peter was somebody who was simply responding to what God was doing. And he wasn't overly consumed with detailed plans. Instead, he was, his planning came as a response to what God was doing. And so I wrote this down. Because sometimes I can just obsess about this and think, ooh, I'm not planned enough. And so my observation was, wow, you know, planning is really a response to what God is doing. And, uh, and so I can, it kind of helped me this morning. So my application was, I want to be, oh, that's the A. A stands for application. So it goes scripture, observation, application. And then I, in my application today was, I want to be more in tune with what God is doing so that I can respond then to that. And, uh, and then my, the P stands for prayer. And my prayer today was all about God help me, and I'm writing this out, God help me to be somebody who is in tune with what you're doing so that I can respond appropriately today. And so then I just went through that S-O-A-P. I have some other things I'm praying for, and I have a list that I wrote out so I can stay on track with it, but... That's my SOAP method for every morning. It's a plan, it's a map, keeps me on track. Now, prayer can be tricky because you can get off track. You can just kind of wander and be like, I don't know how to pray. I don't know where to start. Jesus teaches the disciples in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. And he goes like this. He says, pray like this. Our Father in heaven, 
May your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come, come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Listen to this. He says, give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And he says, and don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Now, somebody mapped out something that is so brilliant. It's called the six parts of prayer, six P's. And it goes praise, purpose, provision, pardon, people, protection. If you're a note taker, back this up. Listen again. Praise. He says, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Then he said purpose. He said, he said, uh, may your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And so that's purpose. Like, God, I want to be committed to your purpose. Praise, purpose, provision. He said, give us today our daily bread. And so he's like, hey, I'm going to ask for the things that, that I need in life. Praise, purpose, provision, pardon. He said, uh, forgive us of our sins as we've forgiven those who sin against us. So he's like, praise, purpose, provision, pardon. He goes, I'm, I, want to, I want to ask for pardon or forgiveness. And then he went to people and he said, and... Um, he talks about those who, who sin against us. He, he, he talks about relationships in that. And so pray for the people in your life. You know, the relationships that you have, that they'd be holy, that they'd be healthy, they'd be happy, that God would work in those things. Praise, purpose, provision, pardon, people. And the last thing, protection. He says, don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. So pray for protection for you, for your family, for those around you that God would be able to work in a powerful way. I think it's important to have something that's a guide. And of course, Jesus gives us this guide for prayer that's amazing. It's not a formula, but it is a guide. And it can help us to, to really connect with God in the way that he wants to connect with us so that we can keep moving forward in this life that he's given us. Now, um, if you'll take the next two weeks and map out your spiritual practices, and you might make some adjustments to what I do, uh, but you might just go like, I just need a plan. I need something that's consistent Listen, you could actually take the next 14 days and instead of sleeping late and getting off track and, you know, eating too much the night before and not being able to wake up in the morning and all that stuff, you could say, this is so important. The eternal rewards that are going to come from me focusing on this, getting myself in a healthy rhythm, healthy routine so that January 1 comes and I'm off and running. You can be so strong next year. Uh, a couple of extra tips that I want to give you is, uh, is one, I want to encourage you to start small. Don't think about like creating a spiritual practice that's going to take you four hours a day to do. Can you do it in 15 minutes? It doesn't need to be long to be effective. You can choose a passage. You can make this short. You can have a, a rhythm and a routine that works for you. Get you started. Consistency is more important than something that is fancy or flashy. Doing something every day is what's going to make the difference. And I want to encourage you to get started. Uh, the other thing is that I want to encourage you to make it sweet. And make it sweet. I mean, sweeten the deal for yourself. You know, if you like a certain place in the house or a certain place to sit down or a certain place to think, a certain time that works real well for you, a certain thing that goes with it for me, coffee, you know, make this a sweet thing for yourself so that you'll be motivated to get up and to actually have these spiritual practices. But by all means, Get started because it's going to make a huge difference in your life. Now, I hope that you are subscribed to this podcast. If you're not already, we're doing something very special. We're giving away two iPad Airs on Christmas Eve. You can find out more at Westside Community Church. 
www.portlandoregon.com. You can even join our services there, either online or on site, right in the Portland, Oregon area. We'd love to have you as a part of our Christmas Eve services or any of our services any week of the year. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. Let's get started on those spiritual practices. <music>